I'm uh, here with a, a company called Apportable, which uh, specializes in the mobile gaming field. And uh, I'm joined uh, by a gen with a gentleman. Uh, his name is Zach Bowling. Good morning, Hello. Zach. Hi there. Zach, tell us a little bit what you do. Yeah, um, so I'm a, one of the lead developers and platform evangelists for Apportable. Um, and I basically help uh, developers go to both Android and iOS from the same code base. Okay, great. And what do you see as some of the challenges that developers are facing today in the mobile gaming space? Uh, so there's a lot of problems. Um, there's a, a very large amount of fragmentation that exists between devices, a lot of variants. Um, becomes kind of problematic for testing. Uh, and Right now, one of the bigger problems is that fundamentally, if you want to do every platform, most developers are taking an approach of developing their game over and over, um, separate development teams, separate separate everything. And that's problematic. Or they're using a high-level toolkit that separates themselves from the, um, the actual platform, and then they have to usually sacrifice something in the process or sell their soul to some big third party that now they're stuck, they're developing for that platform. And... Um, what we kind of see is uh, a way of avoiding that, having the best of all worlds without sacrificing. Mm -hmm. So can you speak a little bit uh, more, in more detail what, how Apportable is solving uh, possibly this problem for developers? Yeah, so um, basically we let you have your same exact source code that you, that you write for iOS, your Objective-C source code, mm -hmm. or C++, um, and we make that work natively for and Android. Mm -hmm. So um, over the last three years, we've taking uh, everything that exists for our um, iOS that includes the Objective-C runtime, the same Clang compiler, and these are all very technical things, but mm -hmm. the same things that you would have in the uh, iOS world um, and make those work natively for Android. Mm -hmm. Basically, the net benefit is that you get to use the same development tools. Mm -hmm. uh, um, most iOS developers use Xcode, and so they can continue using Xcode, and they, they don't have to learn something new. Mm -hmm. And um, they can focus on features. They can double the features that they mm -hmm. ship instead of doubling their teams. Mm -hmm. So in summary, it is accelerating a lot the development process of mobile games from one mobile platform to another. Dramatically. Mm -hmm. And not only accelerating their the, the amount of time that it takes to actually develop, but the games run faster. They um, are able to handle all the variations of Android a little bit better. Mm -hmm. um, we have this closet at the office that uh, we have about a quarter million worth of devices actually in this closet. They all have the individual charging spots, but we do rigorous testing to make sure our platform doesn't have any um, uh, issues where you're going to have to deal with individual device mm -hmm. issues. Um, you talked a little bit about device fragmentation mm -hmm. earlier. Uh, when somebody uses uh, your platform and you have a mobile uh, game that works on a smartphone and the same game could work on a tablet, does the developer need to code differently to using your, um, uh, your, your platform or the same, uh, they have the ability to deploy the game in different devices? Yeah, so the um, various screen sizes are one thing. Um, one of the problems that we had in the old days was on iOS, you only had two or three screen sizes. At one point, you only had one. Mm -hmm. And a lot of developers that would hard code for just 320 by 480, and that was it. Um, thankfully, in the iOS world, there's now multiple screen sizes. You've got Retina, and you've got uh, iPhone 5 with a slightly taller screen. You've got the new iPads. Um, and if you're using the technologies that Apple provides you with like springs and struts, auto layouts, all those magical devices that are, are tools that will let you scale up, those will work with our platform. Um, and with Android, it's a bigger story. Uh, I think there are... 
oh man, I can't even count the number off the top of my head of just popular screen sizes. <laughs> and, and that doesn't even include resolutions. You can have high DPI and low DPI kind of resolutions as well. And uh, thankfully with our platform, we, we at least make it easy um, if you want to ship quickly. Um, but that's one thing if you're building something out of the box for Android that you're going to have to deal with on your own. Mm-hmm. And uh, we try to make that easy. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you mentioned, I think, uh, right before we started the interview, the fairly, um, about a three-year-old company, from yep. what I recall. I'm just curious, how, do develop, how have the developers that you have spoken so far embraced um, your solution? Um, so we've had extremely uh, well-received kind of um, reviews from uh, various users. Uh, so we started out the company doing a lot of hands-on development with with um, the people that were shipping, um, and we've come pretty far to the point where we now have a downloadable SDK for everyone to use if they, they want to get up and running. But uh, it, it's kind of amazing. So we've done quite a number of the top 100 um, apps in the last year. And uh, no one knows that we're not a publisher. We just we work behind the scenes and mm-hmm. don't put our brand on it. You won't have a splash screen with us. So it's been hard in letting people know that we exist in a lot of cases. But um, when people hear that what we do, it's like the holy grail. They mm-hmm. they like really I can run the same code, the same Objective C source code, especially for iOS engineers. They their eyes light up, especially mm-hmm. with the booth that we have downstairs right now. They. Mm-hmm. They don't believe it. <laughs> and we have to show it to them. And they still don't believe it. And it takes about six or seven minutes before it clicks in their head that, no, yeah, it is, it is identical. And this is going to change the way that you develop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, from what you said, you specialize on, um, uh, on Android, on converting yeah. uh, from iOS to Android. Um, how about the other mobile platforms? Is that down in the horizon for you guys or is not a priority from what you're seeing what's happening currently in the mobile gaming business? So we're always evaluating new platforms. We haven't built anything with a portable that has truly tied itself to Android. It is the market that we wanted to focus on because if we have to do one really well, let's let's do number two really well in this this market space, if arguably number two, depending on who you're mm-hmm. talking to. Um, Android is uh, still going to make developers the most amount of money today. Um, but as an engineer at, at the company, I will say that we are constantly evaluating new platforms. We have a couple in the works that are still kind of alpha quality at this point. Um, we're working with some very big partners at the moment to ship uh, for alternative Android platforms, so anything that's Android-based. Um, we've done Amazon already, uh, of course, Google Play, the de facto, and now with Nokia's new announcement today of the um, uh, new X-Phone, um, where hopefully we'll be supporting that here in the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, then other various targets, BlackBerry, uh, Tizen, other things, um, depending on their market share, we'll kind of evaluate them. <laughs> What are you hoping to get from your participation at WebGem at Mobile World Congress? Um, so w- this is a great place. There's, there's the hackathons that are going on concurrently and, and really kind of uh, meeting new engineers. And then also just people that uh, come by from various companies that um, want to see what's being developed. There's a good number of booths here. Um, and we're meeting some uh, really interesting companies that are coming by and, and that have to show off uh, their own tech. And now that they see that we exist, we might be able to work together in some way. But we're really just here to say, hey, we exist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, We're the secret guys behind all these different apps. Um, And uh, 
kind of come out of our shell a little bit. Great. And uh, one last question, Zach. Looking into the future, yeah. how do you think mobile gaming is going to evolve? Uh, that's a really tough question um, because every year there's something new. Um, I think the current hotness right now is match three games um, and strategy games are kind of picking up again. Uh, it really depends. So uh, there's a lot of phones that are now getting joystick support and um, kind of moving towards uh, console-like features. Um, you've got things like the NVIDIA Shield at the moment that um, is something interesting. You have Samsung with their similar gamepad technology and stuff. I think we'll see some new genres kind of come into play on Android because now it won't be all about touch interface. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's going to drive some new stuff. Uh, the monetization loops and looking for people that are building um, the free-to-play kind of experiences right now, um, I think people are going to learn how to optimize those, but I think they're still... Um, because the... Uh, uh, user acquisition costs are increasing for those kind of games. There will be some new kind of innovation that sets games apart rather mm -hmm. than the traditional loop mm -hmm. that we have today. <laughs> Excellent. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Thank you very much, folks. That was Zach Poling with A Portable. Yeah. Uh, if you're at WhipGem, please stop by their booth. And uh, if you are listening from uh, outside of Barcelona or from the U.S. or from anywhere else in the world, you can find out more information about A Portable by going to their website at aportable.com. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me.